coming to you live from inside the globe, perched high atop the Bugle Planet building in sunny Gotham City. It's Hey Kids Comics with two guys who are always ready to seduce the innocent, your hosts, Andrew Farmer and the Jedi Cole Houston. And now it's time for Hey Kids Comics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hey Kids Comics. I'm Andrew Farmer. With me, as always, the Jedi Cole Houston. Hello, everybody. There he is. Uh, favorite time of year, Cole. It is. We are just tantalizingly close to Toy Fair. Well, and here's the thing: is we we love talking about comics. We do it every, you know, we do it every single week. But <laughs> this is. This is our chance to blow off our steam on our on, on our sec, second favorite Hey Kids comics topic, and that is toys. <laughs> and oh god, yes. And I'll take I'll take talking about toys, and I'll and and moreover than just talking about toys, we get to play our favorite game, which is speculating about toys. Oh, I think all of us are you know those among us who are the toy collecting ilk love to speculate and dream and hope for the characters that we really, really love. And, you know, the thing is there are fewer and fewer characters I love that aren't toys yet. Right. This is getting harder. Um, I'd written a series of articles over a couple of years back when I was very heavily into the three and three quarter inch Marvel line. And, Damned if they didn't get nearly everybody. Uh, I, you know, there's a real joy in the idea that, and, and and toy collectors have this joy, whether it be a movie or a com- if you're reading comics or whatever it might be, seeing a character or discovering a character and saying, man, that would make an awesome action figure. And just being able to imagine what that would be like in your collection is is one of the one of the great joys of being a toy collector. <laughs> and we get to do so it all great. the time. And we you're right. We have um a lot of what we've talked about on this show in in our in our time speculating about what will come out has come out. So good on them for that. But there's always more. There's always more, Cole. There's always more. And there's always more. You know, the one that the one that got me is what was it? Maybe two or three of these ago. We had Eddie on and we were talking about Star Wars toys. And I was saying that what I would really like to see is that Dr. Afra and the, the evil droids set. And we got it. Yeah. We got it. it and that's happened. awesome. Yes. Um, we said three or four or two or three of these ago that we want the new mutants and we've started getting new mutants. Like we're getting there people. Your voices are being heard, which is kind of unheard of. We never thought yes. that that would ever be a thing that, that would ever happen. And yet here we are, but we're not done. Oh yes, exactly. And I, I'm pretty sure it, at some point I espouse the desire for a um, probe droid from the empire strikes back in the black series scale. And damn, they apparently aren't already, as my esteemed colleague uh, teased me with in a text, they're showing up places already. I didn't even know they were coming out, and people in damn Chicago are finding them. Right? Damn it. 
damn it. But yes, on the usually we will do this show after Toy Fair. Um, not not this time. This time we're going to try to get out in front of it and do a little speculation as to what either a what we're going to see or b what we would like to see come out of come out of Toy Fair. Exactly. So Cole, why don't you get the ball rolling here? Well, I did before the show, knowing where we were headed. Challenge, Andy. You did. Uh, because we're, you know, we're ready to go back into Toylandia, and we could talk, we could have waited and seen what's announced at Toy Fair, or we could just have a preemptive strike. Oh, yeah. And, and just have some fun with this. So I challenged Andy because the Marvel Legends line is just still going gangbusters. It's still from the same manufacturer. And they continue to surprise us with some of the choices. I mean. They do. It's really remarkable uh, that characters you never would have imagined are now, you know, hey, presto, they're uh, – Marvel Legends figures. Right. Stuff that you would never have thought in a million years you were going to see are being released in, in in a really good way. Like uh like we got um we got that Ghost 2 pack from Marvel. We've gotten um that we we got a Executioner figure. You know, we got the we got the new mutants, damn it. We got a we got a Silver Samurai in the last year, which is a phenomenal. We got the Alpha Flight. We've been saying we wanted an Alpha Flight series with the Sasquatch Builder figure since the first one of these that we did. Uh, yes, yeah, so we have been begging for for some Alpha Flight. And we got it. We got it. Um, you know, they are really, really going out of their way to, to do this. The... Um, you know, something we might not have asked for, but certainly wanted when it finally was released. The um, the Alex Ross inspired Marvel Trinity, oh. the the Thor, Iron Man, Captain America figures, which are just maybe the best figures, period, that Marvel Legends has ever released. Just in terms of comic book likeness and it, it, just a fantastic job. So they're doing amazing work. Um, but we're not done, are we? We're not no, done not making our un- unwieldy demands on the industry. <laughs> yeah, there are things that we we need, what we want. So we decided, uh, at least for the bulk of the show, uh, to talk about some of our wish list. And um, I actually had to amend one of mine because I thought of something even better. Let's <laughs> <laughs> mark you right now. I, cha- I have a challenge for you. Okay. At some point later, I have a challenge of a of a Marvel Legends wave that I want to run by you and see if you can help me put it together. Because I've got two or three good ones, but I want to see what we can do as a team on this. I like this. Okay, well, I decided to lead with um, – I'm going to lead with a quirky one. All right. And I want to see – this will never happen – you know, the, these are the things we dream of. These are the things we want. Chances are a lot of them, most of them perhaps, will never happen. Okay. But, by God, these are our choices nonetheless. <laughs> so, I want to see a wave of Marvel Legends that will help me flesh out 
I've got a handful of characters already, and bless them for this. All right. But I want to flesh this out. I want to weigh for the build-a-figure is Bushmaster. Interesting. Because okay. Bushmaster is a difficult character because his lower body is a freaking snake. He's like that Jedi with the knot top and the snake body and the Muppet yeah. face. And yeah. What the hell is that? I don't, I don't know. know. But, it, but it's cool because he's got like a snake body. And for me, that's – I like any sort of centauric kind of things. They're they're definitely thinking outside the box. Yes. So Bushmaster apparently, like I think it's supposed to be uh, like a robotic or androidal. He's he's a cyborg basically, and his lower body is instead of like inventing good quality uh, viable legs for anyone who might need them, he invents a giant mechanical snake body. Well, like how many people have cybernetic limbs? In the in oh, the in the true. Marvel universe at this point, and he goes with Snake Body. That's true. I mean, those. It's more impressive, I guess, if you have to go, uh, you know, go out and find it, uh, <laughs> make, make it happen. You can't just buy it off the shelf at Starks. I mean, he made a he. Yeah, it's, there's no fries in in Marvels apparently. So that, that's a good point. So I want to see Bushmaster because he's got like big sharp pointy uh, knife things on his wrists and uh, a snake body and he's just a badass but he's part of he's the build a figure of a greater serpent society wave okay and by god one of them has to come with a serpent crown because it's stupid we don't have that yet i agree with you i need the the entire serpent society to surround a little platform with that sitting there like damn indiana jones and that idol <laughs> <laughs> throw me the separate crown. I throw you the snake lower body. Well, that's a very elaborate way to get around. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think I can throw uh, it to you. It's yeah, attached it's... to my body. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I want to have anaconda. Sure. Because yes. we, to date, you have some potentially chunky guys in the Marvel Legends, but you don't even really like, you know. Uh, chunk style women that's true you know you have a titana or any of those guys running around yeah but they're all like you know even the bigger chicks are still pretty slender uh then sidewinder he's an interesting character he's got like the big elaborate cape and the, the crusty scroll face mask and the, the whole nine yards there he really he's leaning into it he really yeah he really he's he's putting his weight behind that one um, then Asp, because, you know, every wave will usually have a fairly simple character. And this is like a real easy, this is a softball for the sculptors. Sure. Because she's just, you know, wearing kind of a, a sundress or something. And uh, then Death Adder, who is going to be one of the more elaborate ones. Because he's got like the, he's sporting the big crest like Tiger Shark and others and Yondu. And he's... Um, Got the the big long ass claw hands and a, and he actually has a tail, so he's like got a cybernetic tail that's just attached to his ass. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. yeah. It's Princess like he saw. Pi oh, I was gonna say it's like he saw Scorpion and was like, "That's weak sauce, dude. I'm just gonna yeah. attach an actual cybernetic tail into my ass." That's right, and it's gonna be all spiky and mean. Um, Princess Python. Yes. I think she'd if she came with like some kind of 
big python that she could come with. It doesn't have to be that giant ass one that she has, but because for a long time I thought Princess Python, and then as part of a uh, Princess Python build a figure line where you build the giant snake. Yes. But I like Wishmaster better. Okay. Uh, and finally, uh, Black Racer is one of these. He's a, he's a female member of the group, and she's got this really cool kind of kick-ass later period costume. So I think that she'd make a nice character to round out. And that way you've got three you have three guys and three girls plus, you know, one more guy with the build a figure, which is be almost unprecedented to have that many female characters in a wave. And absent a full-on Serpent Society wave, come on guys, you got three out there so far. <laughs> right. No, I think it's four now. My Serpent Society is begging for more members. The one that the one of the Serpent Society I'm actually really surprised we haven't gotten is um, Diamondback. Yeah, Diamondback being Captain America's um, on again, off again girlfriend, uh, kind of the the one that the one that broke good. Um, yeah, with the diamond and, earrings that she threw, and, like throwing knives. Oh, exactly. I was going to say, wasn't she part of the Omega flight? But that was Diamond Lil. Yeah. Mm. But I would, yeesh, but I would, uh, but I would like to see her maybe just as a side figure or like a legitimate figure in just yeah. another wave. You know, I think that would be cool. Um, no, that's a good one, man. And I know that that's one you've been chomping at the bit for. No, oh, I, I need me some more Serpent Society. I, I'm just silly for them. Right. That's a good that's a good run. I like that one a lot. Um, all right. I'm going to go. I'm glad you brought the ladies to the table because I'm not going to on my first one. And I, re <laughs> and I realized that as I was writing it. And the problem the problem with this is the ladies kind of are pretty well represented in this. And most of the ones that I've chosen have been kind of forgotten um, in in all of all of the ones I've chosen, because what I really want at this point is some of the more obscure characters. So, yeah. so my first wave is we have some really key characters from, from this kind of idea out there already, but we don't have, in my opinion, some of the most key characters. And I think a wave and hear hear me out through the build a figure, because okay. I think the build a figures is very interesting and I'm kind of shocked that this hasn't happened. Um, so I'm going to put this out into the world and see and see what you think. So mm -hmm. I've got a wave I'm calling the Asgardian wave. And in, oh. in the Asgardian wave, you have Baldar, you have Tyr. Yeah. You also have Fandral, Vostog, and Hogan. In the, oh, you, you have to have the Warriors 3. In in comic book realness, not, yes. not Thor movie. You want, you want Vostog with his little uh, adventure beanie. Yes, yes, his two small Robin Hood hats. <laughs> I was tempted to put Volstog as the build a figure. Yeah, I was tempted, but then I, I kid you not. At one point, Volstog, there was some. I, I want to say it was in the the early Marvel universe, but it may have been something else, where it was referred to as the God of Girth, and then they decided, no, that's not accurate. And they used Ray Stevenson in the movies, but he is way too built. Yeah. Like, he is way too built. Um, so, my build-a-figure... They, they, they really needed, um, like, 
Oh, God, now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Brian Blessed in a fat suit. Yeah, just just something like that. It, it, because here's my here's my thought for the Build-A-Figure. you got five figures. Um, you could even put Freya in there as the sixth figure. Like, you could, you could easily put, you know, Thor's mom up in that piece because that's an important character. Um, yeah. I want Surtur as the Build-A-Figure. Oh, now you're talking. I want a giant ass, and I'm talking a big one. I'm talking like the original, the the Toy Biz Galactic size or the, the old days. Yes. Yeah, big ass. One each each character comes with a, a key body part and a piece of the sword. Oh, nice! So at the end, you have this sword that's as big as the build a figure. Yeah, that's what I want. That's my round one. Is this Asgardian wave? paying homage to all of these characters that have fallen kind of by the wayside. You know, we, you could even do a Himdall, a comic book accurate Himdall. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these amazing Jack Kirby creations, you know, in, in, in Asgard for, for Marvel that have not been realized because as great as the movies are, and they are fantastic and oh, they're, yes. and they are great at it but they just don't capture the Kirby insanity the way that I think, um, you know, getting some comic accurate ones and you could do Volstog like the thing, the size of the thing and, you know, make him a one package, but have him just fill that package up with giantness. Yeah. Cause sometimes they will do that, you know, where you'll have, and usually it's like a Wolverine with like, okay, that's, I feel kind of ripped off, but sure. I'm just going to do another wave of Wolverines that are just Wolverine overs and overs and overs again. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's what I got. That's I one like of my that. waves. Yes. Now, and I, I really like the obscure characters because I had um, a wave kind of aimed at those. I'm going to just go ahead and jump right into that one. Yeah, nail it. And, uh, our, and then I'll uh, give you the Build-A-Figure for this one. Perhaps not as obscure, perhaps as obscure. I'm not sure. Uh, but you have Mandrill. Oh, nice. Old Daredevil villain. Yeah, yeah. Used to run around with a scantily clad Necra. Okay. You know, you you go back far enough in the Legends line, and, and good luck getting one now at a decent price. But Nick Fury, you know, they had a really good yes. original comic Nick Fury. I want Dum Dum Duggan. Ah, here we go. All right. Shield. Yeah. With his little, his doiby and his, uh, with the rank insignia sewn right on and, uh, and then the, the full on shield costume. And they could probably just, uh, scalp the one from, uh, from the original, uh, Nick Fury body. Yeah, man. But I think Dum Dum Duggan, it's time we got, you know, Nick's best buddy. Yeah. Pastime, in fact. So, um, and then here's an easy one for them, because it's one of the few that we have not received in a, a repaint or a reissue. And it's the Comic-Con exclusive Dread Knight. Oh. I mean, they're done. They've got the mold even right down to his laser lance. That's good. So, you know, give us Dread Knight. Come on. It's easy. And uh, 
I'm actually replacing one because another character came to mind that's actually more obscure. Uh, There's a one member of the obscurity uh, brigade here wasn't really necessarily obscure. And I'm replacing that character for the time being with from the pages of Rom the Space Knight. Damn it. And Marvel premiere. Torpedo. See, I was going to say Rom the Space Knight. Oh, God, I wish. Apparently the uh, – God, who was that? Coleco or somebody that did ROM? Yeah. Had some kind of toy co- – some company that had no business doing a, uh, action figures because they <laughs> yeah. didn't know what they were doing. But, uh, yeah, a Torpedo was a, an ancillary character that because it was a Marvel creation, they got to keep. Oh, it was one of those? Yeah, and it's the one with the uh, arm uh, armlets and uh, leglets, the the uh, kind of like around his wrists and his calves. He's got these turbo fans that somehow. Yes, yes. I love that character. I know it's a it's a fun and cool looking character, and he's got his little you know uh, wind vane headpiece there to help him. Uh, yeah, he's got that kinda... Kirby tuning fork head thing. Yeah. Going on. yeah. That's good, so, man. Yeah, I, I, Parker Brothers, by the way. Okay. Uh, board game people trying to get into the action figure business back in the 70s. <laughs> With one of the earliest electronic toys ever. Then um, one that I feel got slighted. It was like the uh, who we lost this year at the Oscars. Yeah. That great Amazon gift pack. With all of Alpha Flight. Right. But no Marina. Yeah. Yeah. They have to do something about that. We, we need Marina. If, if Marina isn't announced at Toy Fair 2020, I'm going to be seriously pissed. They have to do something. But, but I want I want me some Marina. And finally, because we already have at least two Inhumans, I want me some Hoofy McStopperson. I want Gorgon. Yes, it will require a stand. Maybe, that, unless they do it okay. right. Yeah. But I want the classic Jack Kirby Gorgon. I don't want this crap from the 90s or 2000s, whatever it was. I want me some classics. I wouldn't be shocked to see a box, a, a, a an Inhumans box set on the heels of this Alpha Flight box set in 2020. I would not be shocked. Oh, that's that. so true. And the thing about it is with Gorgon, they could just use one of those stands. Those like you know, uh, like with the the Black Widow figure that's coming yes. out. They they action make him. Stand. Yeah, they give make... him a, give him an action stand and maybe some like you know Hoofy McStopperson action they can put around his feet, kind of the way they did with uh, say Mysterio. Yes. Where you got the little extra elements there. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I would. I, I would... think it. Yeah. I think in the words of James Bond, you've had your six. Yes. <laughs> So my build a figure for this wave. Yes. Stature. Okay. I think that Ant-Man's daughter deserves some uh, Marvel Legends action. Okay. I'm into that. That's good. That's good. Nice. One. And that gives toy collectors, if they were so fortunate to be able to build Giganta, they could have somebody to, to fight with. I've Nice. Or Elastigirl. I, my next wave is, is built for you. Oh, God um, bless. Yes, I 
This it's not is, a humans wave, is it? No, it is a six. It is a six-figure wave, and you're just gonna have to hold on and wait till the end to hear who the build a figure is. Right. And I'm gonna say this now: the build a figure is. We both have a natural aversion to the normal size build a figure. Okay, so like, but they've proven that they can with with like Fat Thor. Yeah. If used correctly, they can they can pull it off. So, I have a very special uh, build a figure for. Um, but I'm calling this the Forgotten Avengers wave. Ah. And, and these are Avengers figures that I have always wanted, but they have never released them in a in a in in a Hasbro um, Hasbro. Yeah, no, yeah. Who makes these damn figures? Hasbro. Hasbro does. Hasbro. Yeah. In a Hasbro. Um, Hasbro, bro. In a Hasbro wave. In a Hasbro Marvel Legends form. So, right off the bat, the first figure is Star Fox. Let's just put ah, that out there. very nice. Okay. Star Fox is out there. D-Man is out there. Oh my god, D-Man. You've given me how many shitty Wolverine figures that I buy all of. You've already got yeah. the body for it. Can we get like the Stinkor technology, <laughs> but maybe a garbage from Masters can. of the Universe. Yeah, 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 something like that. Oh, okay. garbage can shield would be nice. Yeah, um, I did. I did include the ladies in this one. Cersei oh, of the Avengers. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, she was one of the Eternals, if memory serves. Correct. Which I toyed with the idea of doing an Eternals one. Um, but I have a feeling that's going to happen with the movie release regardless. Yeah. Um, here's one that's going to jog your memory. Gilgamesh. Wow. Do you remember when Gilgamesh, the forgotten one, was in the Avengers? Yeah, I had like the, the bowl uh, helmet there. Yes, 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 sir. There's a big fan of the bowls. Um, Firebird or Esprit. Oh, yeah, fire! I remember her. This was one of my favorite times in the Avengers, and you're—you can't have this time, Cole, without having one of our favorite characters. And the last in this wave, aside from the Build-A-Figure, old uh, Burlap Sack himself, Doctor Druid. <laughs> you know, damn it! I nearly put Doctor Druid in one of my lines. <laughs> Doctor Druid needs to make an appearance, but this is all culminating. Six figures, build a figure piece per, Cole, to allow you, Cole <laughs> Houston, to build one Thunderstrike. Oh, my God. <laughs> you realize he used to be sold. <laughs> but now he's not. I was like, I, I was like, I'm not, I'm going to, I was like, I was like, Thunderstrike's going to be in this. And I was like, <laughs> but what if it wasn't just Thunderstrike? What if it was build a figure and he had the 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 um, weird pseudo lucite hammer spinning? Have you seen those? Oh, it's the like, Doppler type. Yeah, hammer and like the bad outfit and the in the in the, mm -hmm. the damn ponytail and the whole yes. the beard, the whole nine yards. God, I would buy every one of those figures. I would buy every single one. Good night. I would yes, Thunderstrike for you. For you, sir. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't had Thunderstrike with his little meat hammer. Ah, oh, well, of course we haven't. They got to bring him back. 
Oh, that's so true. All right, so what else you got? Because I got... All right, well, I actually went, you know, less obscure. This is what I'm calling the Defenders Invaders wave. Okay. Little mix of both. And what we've got here is from the Invaders, Blazing Skull. Nice. Nice. And the thing is, they could use the existing skull from Ghost Rider and just do the skull itself, maybe in a red or a pink or even translucent, or the whole head, not just the flames. And then just give them that high collar, you know, where the, the flaming skull is like tucked down inside a giant-ass turtleneck. Right. And um, I just, I, and he's got that, you know, the, the white crossbones on that it's red a, uh, it's red a, Captain America armor. It's a great doublet. Figure. It's a great, like, it's a great, he cuts a really. Yeah, great... it's, it's a beautiful uh, visual. Mm-hmm. That you get with him. Um, I'd also like to see uh, then from the Defenders. Okay. It's time Doctor Strange was rebooted. I'm sorry. The original Toy Biz Doctor Strange Marvel Legends is good, but it's not great. Okay. It is a lot of cape. A lot. Yeah, there, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And it, to the point of it being really awkward. So I think we need to give Doctor Strange the modern Marvel Legends treatment. And they've gone back and, you know, gone back to the well a few times on different characters. So I think it's time we get this character. Yes. I agree. And then, uh, you know, you need some villains in the mix sometimes. How about Baron Mordo? Yeah. How about Baron, a comic book yeah. accurate Baron Mordo? Exactly. I mean, Strange needs somebody to fight. So, uh, yeah, give us the, the, the green-clad Baron Mordo. And the only one that's not an invader or a uh, – because I, I kept kicking around different things with the invaders, defenders, uh, including Jewel. Oh, yes. Because you have to have that, like, that one unexciting peg warmer. Right. But I thought, you know, by God, even though it isn't related, every time we do these, Jocasta, for God's sake. Just put it out there. Yeah, let me get Jocasta. I want my lady robot. Uh, and speaking of ladies, we have Spitfire from the Invaders. Yeah, that's a good one. Moondragon. See, I was tempted. I was kicking around Moondragon, but I'm glad you went that way. Yeah, see, we, you, we each uh, had one of each other's because I, I considered uh, at least one of the ones you've brought into. So I think that's everybody. Blazing Skull, Spitfire, Classic Doctor Strange, Moon Dragon, Baron Mordo, and ultimately Jocasta. And our Build-A-Figure, former mayor. <laughs> yes. Yes, baby. Gargoyle. <laughs> yes. I want a gargoyle that's worth its salt because it's a build a figure. I, yes, I am. I support that 100%. I'm going to do one on the fly. So I hope you're ready for this. All right. Okay. You said Dr. Strange and I'm going to build on that. Okay. Because there's such a mythology around Dr. Strange that they just haven't, they haven't used. No, so, not, not at least. So comic book, 
comic book accurate Doctor Strange. So we're going to take your Doctor Strange figure, your your classic Doctor Strange. We're going to build on that. Our, want, our Ditko Doctor Strange. I want a Wong. Yeah. I want a Wong. A comic accurate well, Wong. Well, I, I know you did. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the surgery's coming. Um, I, I want... <laughs> I want I want a comic book accurate Wong. Yeah. Um hasn't been done. And you've got plenty of martial artists. You know, we have a we have a Shang-Chi, we have multiple Iron Fists. Give me a comic book accurate Wong. Give me on the hero side. Give me a comic book accurate Night Nurse. Ah. The you know, love interest. Comic book accurate. On the villain side, we have a Dread Dormammu that's actually pretty good in that Build-A-Figure from the movie. Like, that yeah. is a pretty solid Dread Dormammu. So, give me a comic-accurate mindless one. Oh, that would be so cool. Like a big-ass mindless one. Now, I don't know, I haven't thought far enough ahead yet for the Build-A-Figure, so you're going to have to help me, but I want a comic-accurate Nightmare. Oh, yeah. So that's five. And then what would we have as the Build-A-Figure for because we already have a Dermal. Well, another another character you didn't have in your mix that you need to have as your sixth figure is Despair. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That is a, a kick-ass character. So maybe we drop Despair in and make the mindless one a, a big-ass build. I'll just say a big-ass mindless one would be the way to go with a, a Mystic Realm thing like that. Right on. So there you and go. And you also left out Clea. I did leave out Clea. Shit. Okay, so now we're six figures. Clea would get you six figure plus the mindless one. There you go. Into it. Perfect. Uh, I like that a lot. I would buy all of those figures as well. Um, do you have another one, or should I go with my pre I actually conjured – I did not have anything previously, but now I want – Go for it. A, a, a kind of a history of the Avengers okay. wave. Okay. And I want – the I want Mantis, like a comic her, accurate Mantis. Comic accurate Mantis with her little her little hula skirt thing going down. Quasar. I had kicked around the idea and I couldn't remember whether they did one, but I guess they didn't, did they? No. Okay. I would love to see. Oh, um, now I'm suddenly drawing a blank here. Um, hell <laughs> good thing this isn't live or anything right what? well we're doing this on the fly so yeah that's so true this is on the fly one i want to see the um i i really i want to see crystal from the inhumans as she appeared in the inhumans but i'd also absolutely love crystal from the inhumans during her avengers tenure okay with the leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And the, I think she had kind of like a blue costume or something. I support that. Yeah, I, I'm glad you can get behind that one. <laughs> yeah, I support I support any of the bomber jackets. Hank Pym yeah. bomber jackets. Um, Black Knight bomber jacket with the laser sword. I'd, I'd oh, buy that's that. That's right, yeah. Uh, speaking of swords, Swordsman. Oh, shit. We've never seen Swordsman. He's, you know, he's kind of a classic. Uh, although he was something of a turncoat bastard, if memory serves. Yeah, yeah, he went both. He 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 swung all the ways. Yeah. Rather appropriate, I guess. 
I want a redo of Tigra. I'm with that. Uh, you know, Toy Biz did an okay Tigra, but I want to see a Tigra we can be proud of. Okay, I'm in that. Yes. I want the Tigra we deserve. And uh, I've lost track of how many I've done here. Jack of Hearts, I think. I've, oh. I've talked about Jack of Hearts many times. That's a good one. That's a and really good one. And for our Build-A-Figure, because elements of the costume are pretty elaborate, Stingray. Okay, yeah. Because that's really the only way I see Stingray being done. And, of course, you know, there's so many things I'd love to see, like the, uh, the you know, the, the Iron Man when he had the pointy uh, face mask. Yes. That would be a fun version of Iron Man. Um, Wanda during her, uh, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch during her uh, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves phase. Right. During the weird... Um... Yeah, with her kind of like bustier and bare midriff and the, the bangles and the baubles and... During the Zatanna headdress period. Yeah, you know, it kind of the... Um... Sell a couple of bottles of Dr. Good, period. <laughs> uh, you know, the the burn vision re- return, the, the, the white vision. Okay, okay. Just to pay tribute to, you know, different periods. There's just so many characters and so many iterations of characters. And, uh, you know, Janet Van Dyne during her yellow jacket period. Right. Well, you could do an entire wave of Janet Van Dyne of all the costumes. What I would love to do, what I would absolutely love, is like outside of your normal run, is to have a wasp figure that came with a bunch of mini wasps representing, you know, maybe a dozen of her costume iterations. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. So that's where I'm I'm going to let it rest for now. (laughs) All right, so now I'm going to... Damn it. Did you get another one? Captain Marvel. Marvel uh, Marvel, or... No, um, was it Monica Rambeau, or... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Later known as Binary, not... Yeah, no, uh, I forget what they call her now, but... but yeah. yes, Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, they did, I think, in that box set, the A4 set, they did a later version of her, but I'd like to see that original version. I agree. I, okay, so I have – this one is for me. If I made one for you, and I don't know – this one doesn't – I'm not going to say. This is like a, a, a one year's worth of Wal, Walgreens exclusives. So no <laughs> Build-A-Figure. I don't need a Build-A-Figure here. I just want this to be a straight-up uh, five figures, maybe a box set. Let's call it a box set. I want U.S. Agent, Spider-Woman, Iron Man, Wanda Maximoff, and Simon Williams in their Forceworks costumes. Oh my God! Yes, yes. That awful, this is a thing to do. This is a thing I want. I want it. I'm willing it into existence. I'm doing it now. Um, I want Captain or U.S. Agent in that weird spacesuit that they had him wearing, draped in an American flag. <laughs> I want Wanda Maximoff in her like slinky like uh, <laughs> slip dress that they had her in the this the 
the Spider Woman is the and I forget the the character's name. It's the uh, the blonde Spider Woman. Oh, like Arachne or um, yes, yes. She said a couple of names if, if memory serves. Yes, that's the one I want. Um, I want Iron Man in that bad '90s Iron Man costume. I want Simon Williams all ioned out. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, his face for some reason isn't, but the rest of him is. All right. Um, and that's what I want. That's what I want. Well, you know, if you had a build a figure, you could have the Force Works Kang. Oh God, that yes, that horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you could. Yes, you could. Um, damn it. I just wanted Force Works. I want Force Works so bad. All right, so that's. How about Dream Guard from Force Works? What is is that? Who's the guy? Because he's the sixth. Is that the guy? Who's the weird guy with the axe? Oh yeah, because um, he's the. You know, I, I half know his name. It was uh, like cent- Century or Centurion, maybe. But and and also don't forget that is he kind of like the, the kind of gray guy with the long white yes. hair? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I want him. I want him in there as well, because um, he has a weird cape and he's like gray and he's yellow. Yeah, and like yeah, and give me him. Toy Biz made a figure of him for yes. God's sake. Yes, they did. They made a small. What was the smaller figure? They're about five inch or something like that. Yes, man. Yes, I want him. Century was his name. Century, yeah. So, yeah, he's got that really. <laughs> long handled axe with a small head yes <laughs> highly impractical axe and uh... yes yes please him 100 percent that guy <laughs> give me that guy you know, now that we have shang chi i'd also love to see you know sprinkled in here and there some of the the villains from master of kung fu because a couple of them actually made the jump you know, like country songs that become pop songs. Yeah. Like Razor Fist and Zara and the Weapons Master. Sure, yeah. Both of them made it into the greater Marvel Universe uh, beyond just, you know, the obvious, uh, or beyond just the, the pages of Master of Kung Fu. And, you know, they've done some, well, at least back in the toy biz days, there were some stupid choices like Ahab. Uh, you know, in kind of in tribute to that era, um, the master Kung Fu character Skull Crusher would be, oh, no, that's not it. Was it Skull Crusher? There was one guy who was like this incredibly jaundiced. I mean, he was like proper yellow. Yes. And he had, uh, his hair all done up in a ball on the top of his head with a, a, Raw metal rod through it like Wilma Flintstone. Yeah. And depending from either side of the metal rod were these spiked balls on chains. <laughs> Didn't you whip his hair back and forth and yeah, he kind of whip his head it? around and that's that's how he would fight. And I guess you know if you played your cards right, he could be in some serious trouble. Uh, just from, like, you know, shoulder injuries. 
<laughs> yeah, he had to be really, really specific about um, about how he fought. He had to practice for a really long time to become as good with his own hair. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, that's his own hair. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> and it's magnificent. Um, <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Um, and he is his liquid prowl. So I'm, I'm going to give you my challenge now. Because you always had me wondering, was there a solid prowl at one point? <laughs> it's just a block of prowl. I use Ash's prowl to wash my hair. It's like a... Uh, it's like a salt lick. Yeah. But it's for your head. You just sort of rub your head against it. It's a salt <laughs> like lick. Like you're a tomcat marking his territory. That's right. <laughs> All right. Challenge time. All right. I was thinking of a wave with all alter egos. Ah. So. Oh, damn it. I thought of one we forgot. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Edwin Jarvis. That'd be a good one. Yes. Yes. We need us an Edwin Jarvis. So an all alter ego wave. So I, what's what, what spawned this for me was the, was the unerring need like a, like an arrow straight and true for a Donald Blake action figure. Oh, with a cane. Yes. Yes. I was like, can we work that into a Thor wave or, you know, but I was started thinking we could probably do just an entire alter ego wave, but who else would we fold into an alter ego wave? Of course, you got Tony Stark makes you feel like just a straight up Tony Stark. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we're going to do a straight up Tony Stark, why don't we have, um, 1940s chicken fried steak Steve Rogers. Oh, there you go. With like a little, not in any military gear, but, you know, with his wide collared shirt, short sleeve shirt, and his jeans. Like, I'd be into that. God, who else? That, that's a good one. Um, I've got one. Oh, well, you know, oh, of course, Peter Peter Parker. Okay, a good a good teenage peter parker yeah and then you could also have like an alternate uh half spidey half parker head oh that'd be cool with the effect yeah with like the spider oh, yeah, sense effect. spiders yeah little uh, charcoal colored sperms around his head yeah i'm into that um okay yeah i just got awkward <laughs> you did i just tried to move right by it it didn't work um okay here's here's one um, Jennifer Walters, lawyer Jennifer Walters, the, isn't that the, the alter ego of She-Hulk? Oh, yes, of course. So you could just have briefcase and, you know, power suit Jennifer Walters in that line. I like that. I'm trying to think of another one. Do a, oh, here you go. I, an, an ironic build-a-figure of Bruce Banner. Just a real small tiny, not but not ironic in the puck way. Ironic in the fact that if it was the Hulk, it would make sense, but it's not. So you just have a Bruce Banner. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any more? You know, there there are characters that we'll never see, like Damien Hellstrom. 
God damn, why? Why won't we see him? I want I to see him. I'd, I'd love to see a comic-accurate Gamora. Yes. I'd love to see, probably as a Build-A-Figure, a redo on um, Annihilus. Okay. Because that one in, the, in Hot Pink from Toy Biz is near impossible to find and not really worth finding. Not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, could be a Build-A-Figure. Now, you had invoked before the show, and we dare not get away without touching on this, HasLab. Yes. What can HasLab do for us? So do you have, you said you might have a good HasLab. I, I think I do. I, I think it would be fun to have, because, you know, price constraints have shrunk Build-A-Figures sometimes to the most ridiculous you know, the de-evolution to Puck and Hit Monkey, the sort of interim steps like Arnim Zola. Okay. But, you know, they're, I'd love to see like a Marvel Giants box set. All right. So like some of your big, big figures, you know, big like Honeycomb Big. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, of course, I can't think of a damned any of them, but, you know, like, um, you know, ones like Stature would be even better served. Um, Titan, no, Titan is DC, so that's a no, but Goliath. Yeah, a a new Galactus. Yes. I mean, the Toy Biz one came out 20 years ago almost. Right. That's good. I like that. I want a... Because it would be a big box for a big box set. It really would. I want, and I was thinking about HasLab, and I was like, what can we do to really push the grandeur of HasLab? Because HasLab released, how big was that skiff? I know it was three, three, and three and three quarters. Well, yeah, inch. Java Sail Barge was about four feet long. So about four feet long. Yeah. So four feet long compared to... So that would be about Galactus size-ish if you were a Marvel legend. Yeah. So we're going to have to go larger. I'm going to say six-foot action figure. Wow. Of a Celestial. Oh, wow. Like a full six-foot Celestial. That would would be impressive. And it still wouldn't be a (laughs) one-to-one. No, it wouldn't wouldn't quite be right but it would be a good facsimile and of course you gave me an idea for something that would be so haslab okay an avengers quinjet yes complete with a hawkeye sky cycle oh shit yeah yeah i'm into it yes cole i support this this is a thing we need so and you know on a smaller scale this would could probably come out at retail. Okay. It would be great at this point to have a properly scaled and sized Fantasticar. It would be because we have the Fantasticar. There, there have been half-assed versions of it over the years, but yeah, I'd love to see a Fantasticar. I, yes. I support that. Almost any incarnation thereof. Um, yes, I support that. Now, coming up on the close of this show, I do have one more challenge that I mentioned to you in passing, and I don't know if you were able to put your mind to it or not, but with the 
new McFarlane DC figures. I was wondering if you had a, a line there that you could come up with. Just real quick, off the top of my head, what I would love to see is a classic Wolfman Perez era Teen Titans. I mean, I've Very got good. pretty much all of them. Um, in fact, I was going to go in search of one that I thought I didn't have from the uh, DC Direct era was Changeling from this box set. Okay. It turns out I already have it, so I'm glad I didn't try to go invest in another one. Uh, Speedy from the uh, Green Arrow Speedy box set is the only character from the classic Titans, even though he looks a little awkward in the, the sculpt and the design they went with. But I'd love to see your classic Perez-era Titans done in a Perez style. And that's one of the cool things that they're doing is they're stylizing these figures. So maybe yes, you could get exactly. that. exactly. Because Perez drew Robin like an acrobat. He gave him the body of a trapeze artist. Right. And made it look feasible for a guy to run around in hot pants. <laughs> still look cool. Right. Okay. I'm into that. I'm into that. That's so good. That, that's one. And the other, only other thing I can think of, maybe not necessarily in the Jim Aparo style, but Batman and the Outsiders. See, I thought about that because it would be fantastic. Yeah. Because you've got Metamorpho and Black Lightning, and then you've got the newer characters like Katana, the classic version of Katana, not the uh, cosplay version. And, uh, you know, all of these other things. Uh, well, well, I don't think we've gotten that. Was it Looker? We haven't gotten a Looker. Yeah, Looker and uh, Halo. I mean, it would be cool. There would be a lot of really cool figures that you could do in that. See, for me, I went and ran down the um, the Justice Society. Oh, nice. And some figures that we haven't necessarily gotten recently from the Justice Society, like Our Man, like a, a, like a new updated version of Wildcat, like Dr. Midnight, a Dr. Fate, a, a Justice Society Wonder Woman, which we haven't gotten. Yeah. Um and a and a classic classic Hawkman with a big ass Spectre build a figure. Oh, that would be cool. Like not a not a normal size, you know, but a big like you know, 9 9-inch nine tall size Spectre build a figure that's just all cape and menace. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Well, do you have any any final choices for our because we went we went through a lot and there's and there's a lot that we talked about that I wouldn't be surprised if we were going to see. Yeah. Um, and, you know, every year there's always characters you never expected. And uh, then they'll, they'll haul off and sneak a few more in while you're not looking. Right. And God, there's so many characters that I just love. I'd love to see. um you know, they've done the later period version of Madrox, but um, I'd like to see a classic multiple man. Right. Right. And um, Triton from the Inhumans, one of my favorite characters. I'd like to, I want Triton the way he looked when Kirby drew him with the fish scales and the whole nine yards there. I, yes. Yes. 
like an Inhumans box set is something that I fully expect to see at some point. Yeah, I mean, I would be willing to have to rebuy <laughs> to get the whole royal family of Attilan. I think that I, I think you would. I think you would buy them in a heartbeat if they offered them. Yeah. With the with that bit, like reissue that big ass lockjaw, get that in there. Well, the thing is, they've not done lockjaw on this scale yet. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Shit. Okay. So we need a. Or if nothing else, give us a wave that builds lockjaw. Oh, that would be so great. That would be so great. Uh, all right, Cole. Well, let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. We, could, we can do this. We can do this literally all night. I and, do this all day. And we and you and I have spent days doing this anyway. So let's wrap it up for these fine people. Let them get their news and see how right we were. You bunch of jerks out there that are <laughs> questioning us. Let's see see how right we are. Um, yeah, follow that Toy Fair news. It's always fun. It's always fun. Yeah, we are anxiously awaiting the news from the Javits Center this year. <laughs> All right, hit him with them. Hit him with them deets. All right, we are. Coming to you from Jedi Cole Universe at JediCole.com, and you can write to us at JCUmail at Yahoo.com. And of course, um, we are, I'm always, uh, you can find me on the first and third Sundays of every month, usually. Uh, we had some uh, uh, on the, over at uh, DallasOnAir.com where I have two live streaming video podcasts. Uh, so if you're curious, uh, if you have some morbid curiosity what I look like. <laughs> but um, we've had some technical glitches lately over there with the, the internets at the at the studio building, but I think we're back in business again finally. So actually this coming Sunday we have a redo of a long-delayed The Rancor Pit Live from uh, 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. And then the following Sunday we'll be back on our regular first and third Sundays of every month schedule with the Rancor Pit live, 10.30, 11.30 a.m. Central. And on the third Sundays every month, I have my other live streaming show, Isle of Toys, where I talk about toys with all kinds of fascinating guests, and we discover different toy lines. And uh, so we're uh, be sure and check that out on DallasOnAir.com. First and third Sundays of every month, 10.30 to 11.30 for the Rancor Pit. Third Sunday of every month, 9.30 to 10.30. For yeah, I love buddy. toys. Yeah, buddy. It's such a great show that you do. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous that you get to talk about toys live on TV often. That makes me so <laughs> jealous. Instead of me just screaming, you know, at my toys, you actually get to talk about them. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, and talk about oftentimes toys I have no idea about. <laughs> and learn so much. That's the cool thing. Um, yes, and you can find us on your socials at HK Comics Show. And Cole, take a take a brief period here and let them know what's coming up in March because we are going to have to take a break. Oh yes, yes indeed. We would be remiss not to be talking about this coming up again this March 16th year. So insane. Is Alcon A L L C O N. Uh, check out A L L C O N dot org. 
four days, March 12th through the 15th, nonstop stuff going on, over 400 events, including a crap ton of game shows, of which I am your uh, game show wrangler. Yes, you are. I'm the uh, group captain of Games and Theory. This is... 2020 marks the 15th year of game shows at Alcon. It wasn't always under the Games and Theory banner. But way back in 2006, uh, Catherine, Mrs. Jedi Cole, and I wound up uh, producing, and I hosted the very first game shows ever held at Alcon. We did each – that was back when there was only three days, when Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Each day we did a uh, round of – Geek match game. The Battlestar Galactica cast reunion returns to Alcon. There are a lot of Galactica folks who said, hey, we didn't find out about the reunion in time. Terry Carter, Lorette Spang, who is returning this year. Last year she was um, Cassiopeia from the original Battlestar Galactica. Last year she made her first convention appearance in decades. That's crazy. And one of only a handful she's ever made in her life. That's wild. And she was uh, convinced she's back. Uh, Herbert Jefferson Jr. and Lockhart, who I just I, I love Anne. She's just wonderful uh, and is really the linchpin of getting these things to happen. Jack Stauffer, Sarah Rush, all returning from last year. Plus this year, Chris, uh, Glenn Eric Larson, a.k.a. The Kid. Really? The uh, I think it was from... Galactica 19 for that the second Galactica series was when they tried to reboot. I was amazed. I stood on the stage with Terry Lorette, Herbert, Sarah, Jack, and and Dirk Benedict last year, and I did not know that Galactica only went a season. I watched the damn thing every week. It's one of those shows. And I had it in my mind that it lasted at least two seasons. (laughs) They were literally returning after the hiatus and being told, uh, go clear out your trailers. You ain't coming back. So it's fascinating bunch of folks the uh, galactica fan club are huge behind this they're going to be pretty much taking over galactica this year which is i'm not jealous because i got to play with them first right you you were you got to be the guy and i will forever be thankful to uh terry carter herbert jefferson jr and jack stauffer who graciously played along in a production that i wrote and it was amazing to see these actors and my words coming together. Also, uh, Christopher Mim, amazing uh, Midwestern filmmaker who's bringing back the B-movie in a huge way. The man's made like 22, 23 films. Right. I think there's a screening coming up in uh, April or May of his uh, Queen of Snakes, which I was actually uh, – I appear in the producer credits on that one. <laughs> Samantha Newark. Yes, Jim of Jim and the Holograms. Outrageous is going to be back. So jealous. Uh, They're constantly returning, or maybe he never left. Uh, Time-traveling science guest Marshall Barnes is apparently going to be announcing a huge breakthrough exclusively at Alcon. And they've got some cosplay guests, including Fluke Skywalker. Old Fluke. Fluke Skywalker, who apparently was mistaken for Mark Hamill. 
by Hasbro. That's hilarious. And announced that he was coming up on stage in there at a convention. That is, there is no better form of flattery as a cosplay guest. <laughs> no. And the thing is, he was not a Star Wars cosplayer before <laughs> accidentally becoming Fluke Skywalker. We're so stumbling I'm, in. I'm, I'm hoping to get Fluke Skywalker on my talk show, the Jedi Call Universe Live, on the, either Friday or Saturday, wherever it lands, or if he's up early, uh, and or uh, Jedi Cole's Morning After, the longest-running talk show at uh, Alcon. And I'm also very proud of my Games and Theory crew this year. There's just they just keep adding shows. These guys are crazy for adding new content. And they, uh, they're going to, uh, in, in addition to all of, of these amazing game shows, the sheer volume of the longest running game show at all con don't lose your geek card. Oh, it's insane. Which continually has its own classic edition every year. I insist on it. Uh, I started adding, variations on the theme and there are i think close to a dozen don't lose your geek card this year there has to be there's never been this many don't lose your geek card it is insanity i went to go look at the item the uh event description on my own geek card incarnations (laughs) and discovered that these guys have gone geek card nuts it's the perf well cole it's the perfect um formula for a game show yeah it really is we've got the classic star wars anime broadway cult cinema and television video game warner brothers animation and there's at least one other that's about the wee fairy folk (laughs) and after a multi-year hiatus after this show was produced for three years in a row. Coming out of retirement. Coming out of retirement, yeah. One last time. It's like Jake LaMotta. I don't know if he came out of retirement. It's like Jake uh, LaMotta. <laughs> <laughs> Boxers don't have an old-timer's day. I forgot that. But uh, Jedi Cole's prize pile is coming back to Alcon. I think it was last produced in 2013, perhaps. It's a good year, man. That was a fine wine. It's yeah. vintage. So I produced this for three years in a row from 2011 to 2013. It is a blatant ripoff of Win Ben Stein's money, and I successfully defended the prize pile all three years. Yes. Which may sound like a wonderful thing, but frankly, it was a pain in the ass because the caveat of this show is that if if I defend the prize pile, if one person doesn't take home a giant mass of prizes valued at over $400, then I have to spend the rest of the damn weekend giving all those things away. None of it goes home with me. <laughs> and uh, Andy came to my rescue this year, and if I should actually defend the prize pile for the fourth year, uh, it was suggested that a good way to dispense with it is to keep a portion of it back to the end of the weekend when we do uh, a lot of prize giveaways at the end of the day on Sunday and just make that a one of the prize choices, either this year's grand prize or you get uh, your choice if you uh, if your ticket's drawn of either this year's grand prize or the remains of the prize pile. That's right. <laughs> just take it. 
just get out with it. We don't want it. Please leave with it. All right. All right. And we will be, we have one more show before we, before we take our hiatus or is this it? This, I'll have to look at the schedule to see what we have. We may have one or even two more shows before it's all over. They, because we, uh, we have a, a special Valentine's. We do, yes. Edition. Yes, we do. It's a very, very sweet show that we're gonna do. <laughs> very, very sweet theme. Because um, we've never really done a Valentine's issue. No, we haven't. So you know, be sure and uh, be ready for that. But we are going to have to have a hiatus because I have got to bury myself in Alcon this month. That's right. You got to get it done. You got to get it done. Gotta, gotta do it. Gotta do it. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, buy, collect, enjoy your toys, please. God, don't make us the only ones crazy screaming into the void. Um, the abyss looks back, and it looks like about nineteen dollars and ninety-eight cents on a Walmart peg every time we go in to buy sugar or paper plates. So. Please, please join us in our madness. Um, join us next week. We got more show coming, and go ahead and buy your Alcon tickets now because they're cheaper. Um, yes, do do buy in advance. Um, if you're curious, if you live in the Dallas area, or even if you don't, if you're going to be in the Dallas area during Alcon, come check it out on Thursday, uh, March 12th. It's free, free admission. The whole show is available to you all day. Uh, it's kind of a tryout, and you wouldn't believe the number of people told me over the years you know i came in for the free content i came in for the free day and next thing i know i'm down in the lobby buying my ticket my one day pass because or my they don't half ass it cole yeah that's true there's thursday is a full full friday or saturday at any other convention exactly and last year the turnout on thursday was phenomenal so i'd love to see that happen again um you know and the uh event that I had with three of the Galactica guests was held on Thursday mm-hmm. before the rest of the crowd, you know, the rest of their guests had arrived. Some were just there on Friday and Saturday. Some were just there on Saturday and Sunday, but you know, they've got, they don't bring in the, you know, the giant mega Hollywood guests, but they bring in guests you're never going to see anywhere else. And never rare. get to interact with the same way. you. Yeah. It's not on the level that they do at all con because their guests are actually obliged to go out on the show floor and, and, and mingle and be out there with the crowds. And it's just amazing to me to be on stage and see some of their guests come out who I've worked with before. And, uh, you know, they're out there in the audience of my own shows. It's just like, wow. <laughs> and if you, if you get up early, get in there early on, uh, I think it's 11, it's either 10 or 11. I'll be again this year hosting the opening ceremonies. This year, it begins! <laughs> is the theme. If you missed last year's Alcon 101. Yes. All right, we're leaving. So, yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah, so join us next week. Before... It's like 2 in the morning where it's he like, is. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a whole different, you know... I, He's, he's somewhere hovering around the international dateline. I, I am in international waters. Your laws don't apply to me. I've killed sure. three people while this show has been going on. So come get me. Come get me. Um, all right, Cole. Say goodnight to these lovely people. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll talk to you next week for more Air Kids Comics. 